Um, also, by the way, uh, since we're talking about this and so we have uh, recorded evidence, next week uh, we're going to have to do remote because we're going to go up to uh, Ashland. Oh, yeah? Uh, going to like the uh, Renaissance Fair? Yeah, we're going to go. We're just gonna, yeah. Hey, where's all the Shakespeare at? So, so your tight, tights came back and they're, they're, right. they still fit. That's, that's great. Right. That's right. And my big frilly uh, yeah. uh, collar. Nice. I'm just going to go up there. And, now, uh, how, how many doubloons are, there? <laughs> are those rooms going for up there? Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom Disneyland is growing every Ladies day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Disneyland, the happiest place on earth. It's time to throw down, y'all. Have you thought about a visit to Disneyland during your vacation? You can waste time with your friends when your chores are done. Disneyland is the happiest place on earth. Join the happy people of all ages. Yes, there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim. The happiest place on earth. Hey everybody, welcome to Bob Says and Banthas, a podcast about Disneyland, Star Wars, and all the other things the Disney company owns that we love. On this episode, we're talking about Disney's still closed, but it's also open, or is it? Star Wars gets a, a new announcement for a new show that's coming out. And in our main segment, we're chatting with longtime Disney podcaster and author Lynn Barron of The Sweep Spot and the Cleaning the Kingdom book series. My name is Scott Storm, and with me as always is my co-host, the man who made the Kessel Run in 11.99 parsecs, Aaron, Absolute Humidity. Just Robin. squeaked it in like, there. Just squeaked I could it tell, in. I could tell it was going to be close, and that's why I uh, bypassed the compressor. You, oh, you did bypass the compressor. I feel like you have to in that situation. I feel like you really, I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to break the record, you sort of have to. Welcome to episode 17. 17. 17. Wow. We've been doing this 17 times. Yeah. It seems like it pales in comparison to our guest yeah. who has been doing his show for a very long time. Literally hundreds of times. Such so excited to have Woodrow Lynn Barron on the show, an old friend or a podcast friend of mine. going to be great. Yeah. Very excited that he's going to join us here in just a few minutes. Before that, do you think we should... Yodel in the news? I think we should. Let's do it. Oh, yodeling. Fantastic. There's I like that there's an echo with it. It's like it's like windy. Like there's like an echo to the yodel. Yeah, like he's like yodeling into the Matterhorn. Yeah, exactly. Through <laughs> one of those big old horns while he's eating... Uh, what is that called? The big old horns. Called, uh... Fellhammerhand. Ricola. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah, Ricola. Alphorn yeah. is what it's called. They make car racks. Yakima makes car racks. So when you go buy one at the Alphorn store, you at can Al- get it home. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. They make a, an I, attachment for Yakima I put, racks. I put a, a really awesome Alphorn stereo uh, in my car recently. <laughs> yeah. And I got to tell you, the yodeling is booming. <laughs> You got the one with the uh, d- detachable fleeing horn. <laughs> yep, I sure did. <laughs> Let's talk about some news. They yodeled in the news. It makes me so hot. <laughs> yeah, it does. Because <laughs> I laugh so hard. <laughs> you and your awesome stereo. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay, surround sound. So, Aaron, Downtown Disney reopened. <laughs> it did. Wait, Downtown Disney in in, in Anaheim. I mean, wow. I guess I guess it it has been open in Orlando, but specifically. Downtown Disney opened in Anaheim right uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, Disneyland did not open, just the Downtown Disney portion did. The World of Disney opened, the ginormous Disney t-shirt novelty and just store. To 
like record-breaking crowds and wait times in order to get into both downtown Disney and the world of Disney. Did you see any of the coverage on this? I did. I did. I did see a video of the of the line uh, to get into the Esplanade or the sort of the main yep. clearing area, and people were the com, you know complaining that we assume, like this line is ridiculous. And I just want to say two things about that real quick. One, I've seen the line that long when there wasn't been physical distancing, meaning it comes all the way down the bus loading yeah. zone, makes a right at Harbor and heads towards like I've seen it that long without social distancing, physical distancing. So I wanted to figure out what's the actual number of feet between the security check and that point. And then if I divide that by six, I would kind of, and then times it by four. Because yep. I don't, I know it's busy and I know it's crazy and I get that. But if they're, everybody is six to eight feet apart in that line, that's really not that many people. Yeah, but there was a gigantic traffic jam. I yeah. think it was on Harbor trying to get into yeah, the, I would the imagine. parking garage. And it was, I mean, it, it was packed. Yeah. And again, it was packed for downtown Disney to be open, not the right. theme parks. Yeah, I know. What is that? And they actually had to implement virtual wait times to get into Shopping. Da- the World of Disney. And I don't know if you saw the video of people at World of Disney, but it looked like Walmart on Black Friday. Yeah. It was just mobs of people going after racks of clothing and souvenirs. All masked up, and did you feel like there was good distancing in there, or did it look pretty... Zero. There yeah. was zero distancing. I mean, people are reaching over other people. And I think everybody's getting... in masks. Yeah, I know, and, and I think that... I, I don't know what all the rules are, I'll be honest with you, but I know that that's what Disney's getting a lot of flack on, is, is that they're very good at instituting the, the, the policies. They're good with making, uh, you know, delivering them, telling us what they are. But then when people get in there, yeah. it, it, it it just breaks down. It's not Disney breaking no. down. It, it's the experience of people in a public place in that setting that seems to break down. That seems to be a really hard thing to figure out right yeah, now. Yeah, the the crowd at downtown Disney and the actions of the of those those crowd members is not a uh, it's it's not negative light cast on Disney. Disney's right. not the problem. They've they've made their health and safety protocols. They're enforcing those health and safety protocols. They have multiple health or they have multiple checks before you get into downtown Disney. Yeah, those are called the the temperature. I, I, I don't know if it's appropriate or not, but I was wondering if there's a there's a better name for temperature check check tent. I was thinking of flubana. Who flubana? <laughs> is, that, is that an inappropriate line of I questioning? Feel like it. Feel like it. As in like flu and cabana. Yeah, like as in flu. It's a flubana. Yeah. Have you been to our flubana? Have you seen our beautiful flubana? Oh, why don't you step inside? I'm just going to shove this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. You're clear to you go You keep in. going. Yep. The canine's going to sniff you for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yep. There's just one more stop. Yeah, yep. exactly. Um, so, uh, Is but there to, any part of my body you won't be checking? Oh, no, not today, sir. <laughs> oh, um, but so Disney has their health and safety protocols set up and they all make sense. But it's when you get, but it's, it's the, the people that are in this that are now mobbing yeah. the world of Disney and they are buying copious amounts of souvenirs. I mean, resellers I, are they reselling? I think they're just eBay pirates. Yeah, yeah. Like I really think that's what this is, and yeah. and it's really it's it's disappointing to see because yes, there are a lot of people that are excited to get back and feel a sense of normalcy by being able to go, go to downtown Disney, but you have these people that are there, truly just poaching 65th anniversary merchandise. That's right. Yeah, and splash, yeah. And Splash Mountain themed merchandise. Like all of these things are just causing people to just frankly act pretty recklessly yeah you think feel like that so you feel like they're going to be able to stay open you feel like you feel like downtown disney's going to stay open do you feel like disney world is going to stay open that's a that's i think a very big question yeah right because disney world also opened last week yeah uh at a very very reduced capacity they had cast member previews then they had uh, ap holder previews and now it's open for general public yeah. uh, i i've watched a lot of the live streams on that and people reporting about what it's like and Again, they have the temperature check set up. They have the masks, uh, uh, you know, the, the masks 
protocols uh, in place. They have the plexiglass set up everywhere. They have stickers of where you can stand and where you can sit. It seems like in, in terms of uh, theme park going experience in the middle of, of uh, coronavirus that Disney has done an exemplary job yeah. in putting these health and safety protocols. I, I know that, for example, like the Splash Mountain logs, like they are disinfecting the entire log and they're letting that log go through. They should just fill that thing with disinfectant. Cut, you just cut sit like gone. a foam of disinfectant. Yeah, it's just yeah. constantly being disinfected. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, why not? That makes that makes more sense. So they're like, they're loading half logs or they're, they're loading half of the logs. The yeah. other half are being disinfected for an entire ride and then being wiped down. On the other part of the world, Hong Kong Disneyland has been required by the government to close. So they opened yeah. and now they are closed due to a government order. So uh, I, feel, I don't feel bad for Disney, but I feel like good for them for being as large a company as can and taking, taking a swing. It looked sure. like this thing was turning. It looked like it was starting to kind of resolve. And so they went like, we're going to kind of lead the way and figure out how to do this. And we're going to, and hopefully, and I hope this is their thinking and I'm sure it is that smaller companies or smaller organizations will be able to learn from the precedences they set by solving this at scale because they really are. And then, and then it didn't, it didn't go their way. It turned the other direction. And now they look kind of like, dude, why'd you guys open that? Like, yeah. it, but it was like, they took it, they took a swing right there when nobody knew which way it was going. You know, there's only so much that Disney can be expected to do during a time of uncertainty. Again, for a company that is based around getting people in movie theaters and getting people in yeah. theme parks. Like there's only so much, there's only so many Disney plus revenue subscriptions that they can bank on uh, while thousands of their cast members are unemployed. Uh, and and they're still paying their benefits, so yeah. they they have to try to break even in some way. Totally, I was just thinking about how they make that Disney Plus app better. Then it just feels like if it has to do the lifting of an entire theme park, movie theaters, of all the entertainment, the Disney Plus app is our connection to Disneyland uh, and Disney. For that, like it's got to do it's got to do a better job. If I they see. if they were to if they were here's a thought here's yeah, a thought exercise hit, hit, yeah hit it it's seven ninety nine a month right now yeah let's say they double it yep. okay let's they say should. let's say they double it yep and they release. Mulan mm -hmm. and they release Black Widow. And so like Mulan comes out at the end of the summer and they're still charging, let's call it $16 a month, right? Yeah. Okay. $16 a month and you're going to get Mulan. And then three months later, you're going to get another triple A hit. Let's say, let's say they even raise it to $20 a month, $20 a month, create a Disneyland, uh, beta Disneyland experiment, Disney experimental stuff in there. Start piloting, just get all those people you just furloughed and get them creating content yeah. get, and, and just uh, I want to see a new show every week. If it hits a threshold of downloads, it moves into production. If it doesn't, yep. see ya. And and I just I'm down for that. It's just it it feels uh, stale and corporate uh, in its in its release structure a little bit. They were releasing surveys about whether or not people would do DoorDash style Disney delivery in in Southern California. What does that mean? Uh, that you could order Disney food. From the Disney oh, yeah. parks, yeah, I read and about they would that. deliver yeah, yeah. to your home. Like they were, they were yeah. serving people whether or not people would would do that. They're obviously looking to make up for their lost revenue in these different models that they typically would not experiment in. Yeah, I can't believe that made it onto the survey. But okay, could you imagine that? No, like I wanted. I'm I, sorry. Is Disneyland known for their food? Uh, I want a turkey leg, yeah. and I want it delivered to my door. No. You have that to be seems like a terrible. It yeah, seems like have, a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. You make really bad food decisions by virtue of being in a theme park. Yeah, you make bad decisions when you're there. Yeah, yeah you get no you contact. You spend too much money. Oh, I've walked a lot. I can have a turkey leg yeah, at ten. You, you overeat yeah. because you justify by working by walking so yeah. much. You don't sit at home and go. Hmm, you know what I'm really craving right now? What do you guys want to do for dinner? Uh, turkey legs. Yeah, let's get five turkey legs. <laughs> yeah, have, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. We need better ideas on this survey. There is a silver lining, my friend. Oh, what is it? And that silver lining is that uh, Disney announced 
that Star Wars The Bad Batch is going to be an all-new animated series to debut on Disney Plus in 2021. 2021? Yeah, 2021. Okay. I mean, you got to wait a little bit. Okay, we all okay. still going to be here in 2021? Yeah, we're going to be here. We're okay, going to be watching Hamilton over and over that's and over. That's true, yeah. And until uh, The Bad Batch comes out, you know, that's what we can do, but... Uh, I'm really excited about this. Are you familiar I, with the Bad Batch? I am a little bit. I like the concept about it. Correct me if I'm wrong because I don't know a ton about it, sure. but it, it is about uh, some uh, special clone troopers that have had their, they, they have some special powers. Yeah, genetically modified yeah, clone troopers. genetically modified clone troopers that get into some sort of uh, shenanigans. Yeah, they're, they're basically like a special operations team, like a strike yeah. force. The Bad Batch was created to be genetically manipulated to have special abilities. So you have a really big, uh, like a, uh, you know, you got your tank, you got your sniper. Yeah. You've got your um, uh, like tech tech whiz. Uh, you've got your tracker. Um, basically, uh, every class that you can imagine in a Dungeons and Dragons uh, put into Star Wars. That's pretty much the, where the Bad Batch is. They made their debut in the last season of the Clone Wars, which aired on Disney Plus, and really, really entertaining episodes. It's that's not selling me on a twenty dollar. Let's keep it at seven ninety nine. Oh for yeah, seven ninety nine. Again, you yeah. release Mulan and Jungle Cruise. Yeah. We're talking, uh, you can charge me more money. Yeah. Folks, are y'all ready to take it back to 1985? That's right, everybody. That's when we opened here in Minneapolis, and we are going to showcase the best dancers and video ballers! You know that! Let's go! Everybody makes it! Welcome back, and with us uh, today on this very special episode, we have a cast member, former cast member, podcaster, author, Fame, famed podcaster, famed podcaster, <laughs> double author. That's right, author, not squared, but times two. And uh, I don't. There's any other titles I can give you, Lynn, before I actually introduce you. Throw that in real quick. I don't know. I play drums. Drummer, Drummer extraordinaire Woodrow Lynn <laughs> Baron the Third, uh, aka Lynn. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Boston. Hey, Samantha's. welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. So, so for the for the benefit of our listeners, uh, Lynn Baron is the host of the Sweep Spot podcast. That's right. A uh, prolific Disney podcast that's been around for a long time. How many episodes you got, Lynn? Uh, the tomorrow night we're recording two eighty nine. Two eighty nine. We're close. We're close. This is seventeen. <laughs> so what is that? Is that like four and a half years? Five years? No, we we only do them uh twice a month. So we're actually on we our do them once a year. year. So he's been doing this <laughs> for twenty five years. <laughs> we're we're on our ninth year. We'll have ten years next year. Wow, wow. that's awesome. That's amazing. So that's okay, embarrassing. So almost ten years me. of high. It's embarrassing for. <laughs> For both of us, this is. Uh, no. I feel like I feel like championing episode seventeen is like, wait, we've really done something yeah, here. Right? Uh, so, uh, uh, co-host of the Sweep Spot, also author of the Cleaning Cleaning the Kingdom series. Yep. Uh, you are a man about town, and there is so much that we are interested in talking about. But yeah, you and Aaron have an actual personal connection, and I'm really curious to know what that story is. So let's start there, and then we'll rewind. How are you connected to Bob Sleds and Banthas? So I I met Aaron. He was doing a podcast with Jason. Oh, here we go. Yep. Aaron's old podcast. Right. All right, my Strap much more in, successful podcast. Everybody loves dark Dole whips and dark rides. I don't remember what name it was at the time because they've changed it like five times. But <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to to avoid uh, uh, litigation. Yeah, we yeah, don't like to yeah. get too many listeners. <laughs> I do. I do want to say something that Aaron out of the you know, gracious of his own heart is a great artist. And when I first met him, I told him that 
my son was really into Casey Jr. Train, and he sent a painting to my house. Oh my gosh! Without even meeting me, and uh, my son still has it on his wall today. And that must have been, well, he's thirteen now, so it must have been at least five to eight years ago. Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Yeah, that's fun. I've been yeah. hosting a podcast with him for almost three months. He hasn't sent me anything. Sent him a darn <laughs> thing. He asked. He said, "Hey, can you paint me as a stormtrooper?" And I said, uh, mm. "Not realistically." You must have been podcasting at the time because you've been doing it for 10 years. So you got connected yeah. over like mutual Disney podcasts and that's how you got associated with each other. Yeah. Well, just listening to his podcast and he came on our show. What twice? Yeah. I think I two think. or three times. Oh, maybe. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that's it's awesome. super fun show. Very informative. You guys should all check it out. The sweep spot. If you haven't, that's our connection. I mean, that's kind of how Lim and I've, and, and we've kind of, you know, talked on and off over the, over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. I like to talk about California as much as I can. And right. Lynn comes from California. You are right? a Southern California kid. I am. So, yes. so uh, if I remember correctly, you grew up in Long Beach. Is that right? Yeah, actually, the city of Lakewood. But okay. I would just say Long Beach because a lot of people haven't heard of Lakewood. But, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so so uh, LBC. Yes. The, uh, <laughs> right so it's it's you and Sublime and Snoop Dogg, and you're all hanging out yeah. together, right? That's how uh-huh. the story starts. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so so growing up in the LBC, uh, obviously. You Disneyland must have been sort of your local park. Is that is that fair? How do you become aware of it? How does how does that enter into your life? Just growing up, I've went there probably you know with grandparents and parents. Uh, from I think my first visit was probably two or three years old. So wow. okay, um, I started remembering it probably when I was five or six, and I think we went you know annually, maybe twice a year, just whatever at the time you know growing up in the 70s and 80s um growing up in southern california because it's so close uh like i went to the ymca for like summer camp you know yeah. those yeah. camps and so like the grand finale of the week or whatever the two weeks you get to go to disneyland and so it was things like that man it's like that, fast forward that week and let's just go to the I end can we just cut to the chase yeah, <laughs> this is all just leading to something. If we can just kind of skip to the end, that'd You're be like, great. Yeah, I guess I, I made a necklace and popcorn balls, but at the end of it, I got to ride Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can we just go there? <laughs> so we did that, and then as I became a teenager, I was in marching band in high school, and of course, we went you know marched down Main Street before the parade. And was that drums? That. Did you play drums? Yeah, drums. Right on. So yeah. uh, you talk a little bit about on your website about uh, friends that you used to go to the parks with uh, and, and that you sort of rabble roused with two guys. Uh, and, and so it, do you have any memories that stand out when you would go as a teenager? It was just you and your friends going. And, uh, and the second question of that is like, are you still in contact with some of those guys? My, my first memory of like going as a teenager was with my friend uh, John Okay. Isn't with, he's not with us anymore, but um, he's my my age. But he and I, <laughs> we Videopolis was brand new then. This oh was gosh. like Videopolis. Uh, Videopolis. My sophomore year, so I was probably like 1987, maybe. And uh, yeah, we used to go to Videopolis, and we weren't much into dancing, but we were into girls. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. One half of the reasons why you go to Videopolis. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They so, did what next to Small World? Yeah, yeah, no, there's a big old dance stage. Yeah, yeah. So, so we need to stop this for a moment because I think a lot of our listeners may be unfamiliar with the idea of Videopolis. Oh, man, I was going to do a Brock Eisner. You were going to do a Brock Eisner, weren't Dad, you? why isn't there a gigantic <laughs> dance floor in Disneyland? There's not enough dance clubs in Disneyland. How many are there? <laughs> there's none. Oh. We should put a dance club right next to Small World. Well, how big do you want it? I want it huge. 
done. And I want video <laughs> screens all Think over about the this. place. I was thinking about calling it Dance Club at Disneyland. Do you like that name, Brock? No, Dad. So you know where that came from, right? <laughs> no, I don't. Tell, no. tell us where that came from. <laughs> thank you. Thank, <laughs> thank, thank, thank you for <laughs> pulling us out of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> we got in our own world there. So, so Brock Eisner, so. again, uh, one of our favorite reoccurring characters on the show, Brock Eisner tells his dad, Michael Eisner, there's not enough things to do for teens at Disneyland. One of the things that is suggested is a dance club that erupts out of Disneyland next to uh, It's a Small World, which is yeah. now where I believe it's Mickey and the Magical... Mickey and the Magical Map. map. Mi- map. Mickey and the Magical yeah. Map. Uh, it, it takes place there. But before, it was a dance club, right? Called Videopolis. Yeah. So they got the video part from... Because MTV was really popular at that yeah. time. They had videos. So they had one big one where the screen was. And then throughout all the different levels, you, you've probably been in there. And yeah. there's like little different levels. Every level had screens everywhere, like TV monitors. Played the same video. And then then guys would walk around with video cameras and like videotape people dancing it would come up on screen oh, so it was like oh, uh cool. it was like disney soul train i was gonna say soul train. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though i just it, it's so hard for me to imagine being that, on storyland canal boats and hearing inch, inch, inch. Yes, that, <laughs> okay, yeah and? just uh just aha's take on me right, over and over yeah. again uh but it's also just so hard for me to imagine like we're gonna go to disneyland to go dancing yeah. at a dance club like yeah uh, and and so is that that's a thing that kids in Southern California did was they paid admission to go to Disneyland to then go to Videopolis. So I didn't know about this until just recently, but I guess there there was a pass. I didn't know about it, but there was a special pass just for Videopolis, and it was like after five or something. Okay. Oh wow. Pass, so, like yeah. a night skiing pass. But Disneyland does this. They have swing groups that used to right. do swing mm-hmm. dancing. They had. Uh, they brought this back at California Adventure. They did a weird Alice in Wonderland rave thing next to Monsters Incorporated. Was oh, that right? For, uh, oh, do you yeah. remember Seems that? Really yeah. off brand. Yeah. yeah, and people would come in just for that, and they would wear like pants that were made of stuffed animals. So like we were yeah. like walking. Yeah, this guy was his pants were made of stuffed animals, <laughs> so and good. I was like, yeah, it's a little odd. But they, they they Disneyland does this every once in a while. This was just the it's first. So time, Disney, I guess. yeah. So so Lynn, this is 1987, mm-hmm. uh, and and paint a word picture for me. What do you remember wearing to Videopolis in 1987? <laughs> to get girls. Yeah, to get girls. Like, are well, we talking thought... like a pink, like a hot pink cardigan? No. I, I... <laughs> a, t- a teal blue tie? Zip up tie, maybe? Something like that? No, I, I, I thought it was all cool because I had a Letterman. Remember the Letterman jacket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought it was all cool because I had a bunch of patches on it because of cross country and track. Nice. And... Band so you were playing yeah. the jock angle. That's, that's <laughs> jock what it is. Angle. He just said cross country track and drumming. Yeah. Hey, he had a Letterman's jacket. <laughs> that's that's better than you that's and true. I had. That is Did very you? true. <laughs> nope. Yep. You won there, Lynn, for sure. <laughs> I was trying. We were trying, but it was funny. Our technique was not the best. Uh, now that I think back at it, um, you know, we wouldn't dance, but we were just hanging out. Like, it probably looked weird just watching. But uh, I think they call that playing the wall. Were you playing the wall? <laughs> yes. We <laughs> We go up to girls and ask them if they want to ride Matterhorn. <laughs> hey, do you want to get out of this dance club and go ride Matterhorn? Go ride, go ride kids' sleds. Is that cool? And you know, it, and Not you know why we chose Matterhorn, right? Uh, oh, oh, because uh, because oh, you, you sit close to one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. you had this. You had all the angles worked very out. Very strategic. <laughs> so you're you're dancing the night away uh, every every weekend, and then uh, at what point does it occur to you, like, oh, I could go work here. This is a thing that we could do because. And I'll, and I'll just show my cards. Like I remember being down at Disney World, and I think I was about 15 years old mm-hmm. when I was in the Adventurous Club, and realized, 
oh, this is something that I could do when I grow up. And then, and that, at that point, it planted the seed of like, I want to come back here and I want to work here. This is what I want to do. So what was your experience like that? <laughs> well, my mom knew that I, cause I had an annual pass and my mom knew that I was down there a lot. So she said, you know what you want to do is apply to work there. You're there so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did. And, and I, and I was hired in 91. Tell me for, quickly, what does that experience look like in oh. in 91? What is the applicant? Because right now, I mean, there's websites dedicated yeah. to how to get hired and what happens when and what does an interview mean? And they called me and said this. What do you think my chances are? What did that look like back then to actually get hired? You know where the monorail goes over like the Esplanade? Uh-huh. And yeah. if you look yeah. off to the right, if you're heading towards downtown or yeah, either one. But you look off to the right, there's like a big green building that's off the Esplanade. We're right there is the admin building, they called yeah. it. Okay. And that's where you, um, so you park, like you just drive in there and park right there and uh, go inside, you know, get an application, fill it out. And then they'd say, we'll get back to you. And I think I tried twice. Really? And yeah, because it was, it was a little, it was harder to get in back you know, back then. Was it just like a walk-in experience? Like you, you weren't sure what you were applying for. You just wanted to go work at Disneyland. Is that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. They, they generally don't have like specific roles open. Uh, well they might, but they don't, they don't tell you that. Right. right. So you're just saying, please give me a job. So you think it was harder right. back then than, than is now, I guess my mind would think it was the opposite yeah. because of the internet and because of the just rabid Disney fandom that, that they would be more competitive now, but you feel like that's not true. Yeah. And the reason is, is because they need more people now because right. the yeah. resort's bigger. So yeah. yeah. So so, so like, you go in and you you fill out your application and right. and they give you a call and they say we have a, a job for you. Uh, your first job was at the Plaza Inn, right? Well, well, they ask you to come in for an interview and they do group interviews. Yeah. So there was two other all right people fight. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they could hire all three if they wanted, but they yeah, yeah but they, they just want to see the fight. Right. Just for, yeah. yeah. You're all hired, you're all hired by fight, to see. fight anyways. Yeah, fight away. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they so they they put you in the world they think you best fit, and they put me in foods at Plaza. So they called the Plaza Complex, which was Plaza Pavilion, which is where that holiday yeah bakery, bakery is. Oh now. yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Jo- is that Jolly Holiday? Jolly Holiday Bakery. Yeah, it was called Plaza Pavilion. It, was, it had like spaghetti and stuff, and then uh, Plaza Inn. And then the in-between, which was the cast member uh, restaurant. Yeah. And we just have to say that that's a super clever name because it's in-between two lands, in-between two buildings. And also an in-between is a frame of animation in-between two keyframes mm-hmm. of animation. Wow, look at you. That's super Disney. Yeah, that, that is very, it's multiple levels of cleverness. That's what you get there. It is. <laughs> Otherwise, any other place, they just call that the break room. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Not even to the break room? Cafeteria, I guess. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, so you get cast at the Plaza Inn. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so, uh, what are you doing there? Uh, busing. Bus okay. Service. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this this starts your this starts your career in cleanup, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And okay. let me let me pause you here and ask questions. I have two cast members. I have two former cast members with me. Uh, when you get hired. Scott and and Lynn, when you, when you go through the application process, nothing goes through your head of like, I really like Disneyland. I don't want to ruin this magic. I don't want to like get a paycheck and not like my boss and all that kind of stuff. What was that like for both of you guys? Lynn, you want to go uh, first? Uh, sure. You're our uh, guest. You should. I was excited because I wanted to see behind the scenes. Like I'm that kind of person. I yeah. like to see how things work. So I actually had a lead on our first day. He took me around and uh, took me in the Pirates building and showed me a few things behind the scenes. And that wasn't even near where the Plaza Inn is, but we went on a little field trip and went over yeah, there. Yeah, I so. will always remember you, uh, Lynn. Every time I ride uh, Peter Pan 
uh, I, I look at the the, the cars uh, in, oh, yeah. in London, and I think of my good friend Lynn. It's it's a connection I have to you uh, because you gave me a little bit of information of how that effect was done probably eight years ago. And, yeah, uh, and I and I curse your name every time I go through that ride. We have a, we have a <laughs> you're, you're not gonna, you're not going to ruin ruin the magic here. On no, the show. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, but okay. uh, it is funny. I actually do think of Lynn every single time I ride that ride. And you curse him silently. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, Lynn. What was that like for you, Scott? What, what, what was your thinking there? Uh, you know, I guess for me, it was I was just very interested in uh, like Lynn, like how it all works. And I, I've described it this way: it's no, it's not less magical mm. for me to to see how this works. And I've I've uh, uh, analogized it to a magic trick. Like you are amazed by the magic trick when you don't understand how it works. And then there are some people who, when they learn how the magic trick works, it ruins right. it for them, right? Because mm-hmm. now it becomes very mechanical, and they can see that it's not really magic. Yeah. And then there are other people who appreciate the magic trick on a completely different level because of the mechanics. And that's the way right. I always looked at it working at Disney was, now I understand how these things work, and yet it makes the presentation of it that much more impactful and magical for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. why I really try to go a far away to not ruin the magic for other people. Right. Because... You don't know what you're dealing with. You don't know what you're dealing with, right. and you don't, you don't know how they're going to react to it, and you don't want to ruin Christmas for someone. Yeah. Right? Who doesn't want Christmas ruined for themselves. Totally. Yeah. So you worked at the Plaza, uh, busboy, and then it was straight to the top, right? You were... Uh, that, that went really well? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Actually, the opposite. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that. Thank you, Aaron. Uh, no problem. No. <laughs> no uh, so I was I was part time. So I was only working weekends in the off season, and then summer, you know, full time. Christmas, full time. I was nineteen, I think, something like that. And when you're that young, you just do stupid things. Mm-hmm. And I called in a lot because I was I was playing in a, in a band, and right. I, I, I thought I was going to be a rock star. Yes, and, this band had a name. Headlining the Tomorrowland cover bands. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so no, 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 no! Don't get off this. What was your band's name? <laughs> oh, it's a country band. It's called Desert Rain. But okay. yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't even like country, but that—that's what. That's I what was, you had. You had a you had yeah. a busboy job at Disneyland, and you were in a country band. Right. That in and of itself sounds like a country album. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lost my job. Can <laughs> <laughs> the end? So you're calling in. You're calling in. Not interested in coming in to work a lot. You're like, yeah, I realize I have this job at Disney, but. I'm more interested in country music, but not really. I'm just more interested in becoming a rock star via country exactly. music. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I didn't realize how it all worked because there, there's a point system, and <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do, I didn't play it very well. Yeah. If you have so many points within, uh, like so many weeks, I can't remember now. But did they tell you? Did you know you were getting close to being let go? No, they just called me in one day and said, uh, "Sorry, you've went over the point system, and uh, hope your band works out." <laughs> <laughs> Desert rain? Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope it pours. Yeah. I guess because I was part time, they just yeah. they don't they don't have the one, two, three or um I had, yes. an, I had an experience like that once. I worked oh, in yeah? a, I worked in fast food when I was young and I was on the schedule and then yeah. I went in to go check what uh my schedule for the following week and I wasn't on the schedule. <laughs> and you were like, That's weird. And I was like, That's weird. <laughs> and I'm I like, became well, manager. Maybe they just don't have me on the schedule this week. So I let that week go by and then I went to check on the second <laughs> week and I wasn't on the schedule. Who is this? Why do you keep calling here? <laughs> and I was like, Is there a reason why I'm on the schedule? And they're like, Oh yeah, you, you don't work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just I don't know what happened. They just, I yeah. just, just let me go, and never, nobody ever explained it to yeah. me. I just stopped. Yeah. Somebody the did something. There is what happened. Somebody did something, and they're like, "Who did this?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, Scott, that new guy. Yeah, this guy's he's always gone. screwing up. He's out. He's got three points in three days. Yep. What do you do? That's nineteen. What do you do during that time? 
You got to try and make De- Desert Rain big? Yeah, yeah. I was just, we played a lot. We were playing every weekend. And yeah. Take us back to Disney. They, they, they fired you. They straight up said, you have too many points. Uh, keep mm-hmm. your name tag, but you got to go. So you're out, you're playing the road. Uh, you're 19. You got your whole life ahead of you. You're, you're, living, you're living the rock and roll lifestyle and the rock and roll dream. Mm-hmm. And then something happens that brings you back to Disneyland. What is that? Uh, maturity. Yeah, all okay. right. Okay. That's good enough. <laughs> Yeah, I was had a serious girlfriend at the time, and was thinking about asking her to marry me. Wow! And then I did. And don't keep us in suspense, Mister Lynn. I know, huh? And so I thought I need to do something. So I thought Disneyland. You know, if I do it right this time, I know how to do it. Yeah. Um, I can get insurance. You know, benefits <laughs> yeah. and stuff. If I don't get fired this time, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I love. I love that. That's your. Uh, that's your consistent. That's your plan. That's your plan for maturity, right. consistency. Most people are like, I'm thinking about quitting my job and getting a job at Disneyland. Forget this, you know, this financial business. Right. And you were like, I'm thinking about getting married. I should get something stable, like a Disneyland job. <laughs> I love that. It is great. Right. This is it's a it's unexpected and awesome at the same time. So I got a job in custodial. So so um, again, same type of thing before. You mm-hmm. go in and you apply, and it's w- whatever they they place you in, or you have a better idea of where you may end up going. So this time, because it was in, they moved locations, of course, it's uh, the TDA building behind yep. Toontown over there. They actually gave me a choice this time. They said, do you want Foods, which was not like Plaza Inn. It was like Tomorrowland Terrace, you yeah. know, those kind of places. And I thought, I don't know, it's like working fast food. And then... Quick serve, yeah. 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 So, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I didn't want to do that. And then, are they say custodial? And I thought, oh, yeah, I'd be outside all the time. That sounds good. So, I chose that. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Did they ask you about yeah. your last employment? We with had the, a okay. guy here with a similar name, Woodrow Lynn. <laughs> okay. I noticed that he caused, had three points in three days. <laughs> that caused a problem. So as soon as I went to apply, they they put it in their system. Like they take the application, you stand there and they put it in their system. They they pop my name popped up. They said, uh oh. Um <laughs> uh oh. And you knew what this was about. It's like, when you, go, it's like when you go see a doctor and he gets the test back and he goes, uh oh. You know what uh-oh. the uh oh is. A giant red right. screen pops yeah. up and the cast member that's there leans over to the other cast <laughs> member and whispers yep. and then points your way. And you're like, right. Yeah, I know what this is all about. They said you have a no hire status. Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, and I and I said, well, is there any way I can? I mean, so I can't wash your car, right? <laughs> can I wash your car? Can, so I can't work here anymore. And Did they you... said, well, we have a, a application process where you can try to be you know, reinstated, you know, to that. So I said, okay. So so is it basically like you you fill out like a penance form? Yeah. Like I'm really sorry. Right. I've learned my lesson. Right. They just wanted an explanation of why they should hire me back. And I love so that that they, works at Disney. At most companies, know, you get huh? fired yeah. like five years later, you come back in, you end up getting promoted to president. And you're like, you know, that guy got fired here once. And they're like, really? We're not supposed what? to do that. <laughs> Wait a second. How did that happen? Like, we don't check. <laughs> Nobody knows. But at Disney, they're actually like, it actually works. The system works. Yeah. Yeah. So I sat go down. Go into this contrition get, corner. Yeah. Yeah. And, you, <laughs> and, and go. There's a large chalkboard out back. You'll just be writing on that for the rest of the day. That's right. <laughs> and then when you're done. I will not call in sick to play in Desert Rain. <laughs> I'm not in Desert Rain anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I was in another band at this time. Oh, but, yes. What was that <clears> band's <throat> name? Please oh, be better you than Desert Rain. This. Please be better than Desert Rain. It is better. Okay. Can we hear it now? No. Oh, oh man. Okay, okay, okay. Oh. The Mer Babies. The Mer Babies? Yeah. yeah. Was that uh like a surf punk ska band? Is that what that was? 
That's totally a punk band. It was like Dinosaur Jr. kind of. Okay. Yeah, okay. So the sort of like it's, alternative rock. It, yeah, yeah. It's what happens when... When, when a merman and, and a, a mermaid mer- love each other, love each very, other much. very much. <laughs> That's right. It was a, a Christian, Christian alternative rock band. Okay. Yeah. And we did a bunch of... You know, we toured a lot like churches and youth groups. So look, I wanted to say... Oh, so they sat me down this application. I wrote down... And what I wrote was partially truth. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. That's always a good way to start out uh, we'll a call, new job. We'll, call, after you got we'll fired. call it magic truth. I just said at the time I was going through a lot. Like my grandpa had died during that time. Yeah. yeah okay. I'm sure he wouldn't mind you playing on. that card. Right. Right. <laughs> so I kind of used that as, uh, I mean, it, you know, they uh, said, okay, uh, we'll call you back. <laughs> and I thought, oh. So I didn't think they would. And about yeah. two days later, they did and said, would you like to c- come back for an interview? And so I did. And then I went down. That's when I chose custodial. And it's funny is the person that walked me out uh, when I when I was fired the first time at Plaza Inn was the same manager that was there when they <laughs> wow. hired me. Oh, awesome. That's delicious irony. Yeah. He didn't know that. <clears throat> he didn't remember me. but yeah. But you remembered him. I told him the story. I said, "Yeah." And then, <laughs> so you start you start in custodial, and uh-huh. um, and so explain sort of how custodial works. So you have different, I don't want to say different jobs, but you have different uh, uh, stations or or positions that you're doing within custodial, as well as different lands that you're doing those those jobs in. Right. So you could be scheduled in fantasy land, and then within fantasy land, you'd have like three or four different different assignments you'd get for the day and what what were your favorite types of assignments and what were your least favorite types of assignments so a lot of people like trash dumping trash but i didn't i didn't like it uh help me understand why why would people like it why would not why would people not like it so most of the leads would say dump all your trash cans as long as they're not overflowing i don't care where you are and what you do just stay clear Uh so that's why people liked it because they they'd hurry out, dump all their trash cans, and then go disappear somewhere. And then right. and then have to come back and and right. redo it again at some point. Like an like an hour later. Okay. Probably. Right. Okay. So yeah. they could just. It's like you work for fifteen yeah. minutes, get forty five off. That's mm-hmm. an ideal. It's schedule. like being a character. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Not sometimes. <laughs> I didn't like it because I don't know. It's just. It was a lot of work. I mean, it's really hard. You're lifting all these cans. You got to put them in the dumpster, and then you're getting all dirty. And yeah. <laughs> so when you so uh, when you would sweep, it would be like a, what a, f- a four hour shift uh, of just roaming the par, roaming your area, and just uh, and just picking up w- whatever's on the ground, basically. Yeah, and you had to do like so that little area I described. You'd have to do that every fifteen minutes. So they called oh, it wow. fifteen minute rounds. Okay. Yeah. And during that time, I mean, I remember when I was a cast member uh-huh. that uh, that they emphasized all the time that custodial is are the ones who get asked the most questions in the park. Was that your experience? Yeah, like yeah, I, I I remember yeah. I, I remember them them saying and, and teaching like uh, uh-huh. you know most kids will be told look for somebody with a name tag. And generally, because custodial were wearing the the white costumes, mm-hmm. uh, that they stood out the most amongst the crowd, and so it was very easy for somebody to, especially a kid, to locate a custodial cast member if they were lost or if they had a question or if they needed something. Was that your experience? People would ask for the restrooms and you know just to where anything was. <laughs> Do you recall yeah. the dumbest question you ever received? <laughs> well, one guy said, "Where's Magic Mountain?" And I, and I jokingly <laughs> said. 
Well, you get on the five freeway and you head, <laughs> you head north. <laughs> and why do you want to go there? Was it was your last question? <laughs> and then I say, just kidding. It's called actually called, I think you're wanting Matterhorn. Yeah. And he said, uh, no, I want no, Magic I was, Mountain. We were looking for I Magic really Mountain. am looking for Magic Mountain. <laughs> but I'm scared to get off the freeway and we ended up here. Right. <laughs> Where's Snow Mountain? You guys want to go ride no. the haunted house ride? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get a lot of funny. Where's that elephant elephant spinning ride? You know, yeah, so. totally. Where that elephant ride at? Jim? And you guys are well. You would be well versed in uh, the radio codes that that you know, like uh, all the radio codes for different types of accidents and things. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. I, have a, I actually have a question about that. So yeah. we're going to compare uh, California, Florida, right now. Oh, this is going to be fun. All right, just a quick question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I say protein spill, do you know what we're, do you know what I'm talking about? Could be. Yeah, code V. That's wow. Right. That's right. I was going to say, yeah, code Jamba Juice, but that doesn't make any sense. No, well, it could be. <laughs> could be. It could be. Huh. <laughs> Depends on if you just got off Magic Mountain. Okay, let me ask. Let me ask Scott one. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Test him. An attraction goes down. What is that called? Uh, uh, it's a one hundred and one. Yep. Yes. Wow. Good job. Yes. We're all tied up here at the bottom of the. Uh, all right. I don't have one. Uh, I got to think of another. I can't think of another code. I'm not sure if I. Can Somebody remember. is blocking the parade route. <laughs> No code for that. I don't know. <laughs> um, I civil disobedience in the middle of the parade route. Somebody <laughs> refuses to move. Exactly. <laughs> they call um, that a code G for Gandhi. Okay. Yeah, there you okay. go. Code seven. I don't know what a code seven is. What is code seven? Lunch. Ah, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> My favorite code. See, see where, where Scott worked, lunch was brought to him. He, <laughs> That's right. He, uh, he was of, of a certain on stature. On my parade float. <laughs> yeah. Will you climb up here, please, and put that in my mouth? Oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm not getting off my float for that. It literally took me three or four minutes to get in there. Wow. <laughs> yeah. He has been He has been up high, Lynn. He has, been, he has looked down upon us. Hey, speaking of which... <laughs> So this is an interesting question because I know uh, from my own experience as a cast member that there is this interesting cast system, mm. right? Like depending on what you are, what Wait, were you just you're using the word in. cast as in a cast as in a as a? I was using in them as. Uh, was that a homonym? I, I think know it was spelled, a homonym. I think it was spelled a differently, aren't they? Cast no. and cast. Oh uh, yeah, C C A S T E. It was right. a near nomonym. We really like grammar on this show, Lynn. It is. It is. I a, can tell. It is a homonym, isn't okay. it? We gotta look so there's up. a cast system amongst the cast. Yeah, so there's a cast system among, amongst the cast, and there's like this, I would say, perceived uh, superiority complex between mm. different people in different areas. Right. And entertainment, the worst offenders of them, hands uh, down. Of hands being down. like... Oh. A feeling like they're at the like top a of feeling the of superiority, right? Right, uh, and, and yeah. so and so, so Lynn's, Lynn's agreeing yeah. immediately. So Lynn, what was your experience? Do you agree with that? Uh, yes or no? And what was your experience with the cast system of cast members? So I always thought I forgot about like entertainment, but I would say Whoa, that them's fighting words. Wow. Watch yourself, Lynn. No, no, no. I, I forgot that they would be <laughs> existed. Me too. Thought of the, <laughs> thought of the higher. Like I always thought the guy, you know, the characters and stuff were. Um, they all seem pretty cool because I always try to help them. Uh, well, yeah, later. I would like to say that I was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but but that's not to say that that there there wasn't a um, there wasn't some who were who felt a little bit more elite than others. Yeah. Was it called the Zoo Crew? Did it was, you guys it was it the that? zoo. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah. It was the zoo. You go check in at the zoo. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, 
I would say for me, my experience was uh, guest relations. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You felt that that, that was the, uh, the superiority complex in guest relations? Yeah, I felt like they are those the down. plaid shirts. I mean, some of those are yeah. plaid shirts, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, and rightfully so, though. Come, I mean, right? I mean, they have to know a lot and do a lot. They have a lot of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They think they know a lot, but oh yeah, shots fired! <laughs> I love this. He's taking down entertainment. He's taking down guest relations. Yeah. But when you when you would see when you would see Walt on video walking through the park, when he would interact with somebody, it was typically a plaid shirt. It was typically right, right. right? They were like yeah, the sure. ambassadors. Yeah, the ambassadors. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but did you ever feel, did you ever feel like, uh, um, it, it, so it did guest relations make you feel like, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to explain it. Like, did you, an example f- of why I would say that? Yeah. Like, that's I, what he was looking for. Well, I found a wallet one time. It was, had like $1,500 in it. And I put it in my, we had these little pouches where we keep some of our supplies. And I, I stuck it in there because I didn't want to walk across on stage holding a wallet so i put it in my little pouch and then i walked over into uh lost and found where and the guest relations people uh were in charge of that and then as soon as i walk up i pulled this wallet out of my pouch and then i said i found this in Adventureland, and then she said hold on a second and i'm like what she said you shouldn't have put that in in your pocket or anywhere i said why because we don't know what you did from the time it was in there like if something if you took yeah. something out or you might have wiggled your hip Right. right. You could have wiggled fifteen hundred dollars out of the skill you've been practicing your whole life for this one occasion. Right. So it's already accusing me of something. So I thought, well, it's just what I found is in here. And so, anyways, she was really kind of. And so I called a manager after that, and I said, hey, and I told him what happened, and he went over and reprimanded them. But yeah, I think that's nice that she cared that that person cared enough to you know that there's a policy or something. I also yeah. think, it, you know, I want to meet the thief that's like, hey, I found a wallet with $5,000 in it, left 1500 <laughs> yeah, took exactly. 35 for myself. <laughs> right. Yeah. And she wouldn't let me put a claim on it either, but it, it did have his driver's license in it. So, well, so, yeah, so you, uh, basically, you're in the, in, involved in an ethics hypothetical, yeah. uh, and you do the right thing, and you feel mm-hmm. like you are chastised for it as a result. Right. Yeah. Guest relations. Yeah, yeah guest relations. Yeah, I like them. They tell you where the buttons are located outside. Yeah, let's not, I mean, listen, the, this this one bad experience is yeah, not no, mean that this, all guest relations people are... Uh, they're fantastic. E- they know, write with Sharpie. Egotists. If, if they write the name on the button for you, they put a little heart over the eye. They do cute stuff. It's That's great. True. No, That's they're nice. They're nice. I'm fantastic. Just, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the time when you were, you were cleaning over by New Orleans Square, you were over by the Haunted Mansion, one of the, and one of the ghosts escaped from the ride. The attraction. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So let's do this real quick. Uh, we're gonna tell we're gonna tell a story. Lynn's gonna tell a pretty good story right here about uh, something that he saw in the park that was uh, after hours. And I would just like to say that I don't know if you have young kids, it's a li- it, it might be like the tiniest bit scary. So you yeah. might want to fast forward just a little bit, about three or four minutes. It scared us <laughs> a little bit. So just just fair warning. So I wanted to insert this right sensitive here. Sensitive you know. ears in the room. Uh, it's just just be aware of it. Yeah, just be aware of it. So yeah, would you say three four minutes? Yeah, let's go with yeah seven. Let's go with seven okay. minutes. Unless you want to have that conversation with your kids after, it could be a great 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 conversation. Yeah, yeah, just be aware. So you have spotted a ghost at Disneyland before? That is outside of the haunted mansion. Yeah, I don't know if it's a ghost, but 
whatever happened, I, I haven't been able to explain it, so I don't, I don't know. Try really hard, and I'll tell you if you saw a ghost. Do you want me to tell you the story? It might take like two, three minutes. Oh, we're fine with two or three oh, minutes. Oh, listen, if you're going to tell us about how you may have seen a ghost at Disneyland, we can spare two or three minutes. So I was a lead this a night on a weeknight, and the park closed at 8 o'clock, which meant I was off at 9.30. The witching hour, 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so... Uh, okay. So, so this story takes place when the sun is still up pretty much. <laughs> it's no. like daylight savings. <laughs> no, it was like nine 30 at night. Okay. And I was, I had a radio because I was, I was a lead leads carry radios and they announced that the park was clear of all day guests. And I was walking across to go to the custodial office and I was right. Okay, so you know the pathway between Astro Orbiter and the Plaza Inn. Yeah. Yeah. Right there by the by the restrooms there in the corner. And I was walking towards that way to go backstage. And this couple came up to me. It was a woman probably in her thirties, forties, and and a daughter, and they both had Victorian uh clothes on and big giant hats and the girl had a balloon remember those balloons they had at disneyland it had just a stamp on it It was a colored balloon yeah it's the disneyland had mickey ears yeah uh, yeah before they started putting them in other balloons right like clear and all the specialty yeah. ones so just to be clear uh, though this is walking into tomorrowland astro yeah. orbiters in front of you you make a right towards the bathrooms right there and this is on that little pathway right there where people exit uh the mm-hmm. restaurant there right okay and they and the this woman asked me in a in an English accent, um, do you know where an eatery is or somewhere we could find some some food or a restaurant or whatever? And you didn't I said, see a ghost. You saw a time traveler. I, I did. was going to say no. She saw t- dapper days. <laughs> is, is what you saw? Okay, keep going. Sorry, sorry. We were- so, so 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 I said uh, I was confused because I thought, wow, we've been closed for a while, and they said all day guests are gone. And I said, uh, we're closed. I said, we've been oh yeah, closed so this for is like I'm sorry. This is like an hour and a half after park closing. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. And, so and the park's the park- been empty for an hour and a half. Yeah, That's basically. long enough for somebody to notice that the park is closed. Right. Okay. And they asked me where a restaurant was. I said, we're closed. You should probably exit. So oh, we're so very sorry for your um, inconvenience. I said, yeah, just exit down Main Street. Some security guards will help you out. And as I turned towards the Matterhorn, that direction, I see a security guard. I'm like, hey. And I yelled. He, he kind of ran over. And I said, I told him what happened real quick. I said, they're just right here. And I looked and they were gone. And that's not the end of it. So he said, I'll go backstage. You go down Main Street. And all the shops were closed. Locked the doors were shut and everything. And he came back at the other end down by uh, Mr. Lincoln, the theater there. Mm -hmm. And he said, I couldn't find him. Are you sure? And I said, I talked to him. And then he's like, huh, that's weird. He said, well, all right. And so I went home. And then about two, three months later, I was talking to this other custodian. We were talking to just talking about him and stuff. And um, she said, yeah, there's this, um, she said, there's these ghosts over in, uh, the Plaza Inn restroom. And she says, I walk in the restroom and I always hear two women with English accents talking. And then I look everywhere and I can't find them. And I said, Whoa. And I said, and so I kind of turned all white. She said, you okay. And I told her what happened. And she said, you talk to him, you talk to him. There's no way that's crazy. You know? So that's my story. (laughs) 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 Whatever. That's not scary. I don't care. (laughs) I'm sufficiently creeped out right now. <laughs> um, so, so you wait. You saw them, or like, you just kind of heard them talking like, behind you, listeners. You, you have no idea. No. <laughs> and Aaron and I are no. just holding each other. 
<laughs> shivering like zoinks, Aaron. It's a ghost. Uh, this is wow. That is, I was not expecting that type of story. This is very. Use, like, what do you make of that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to this day, I don't know if do I believe in ghosts or not, or you know. But you definitely saw this with your eyes. You oh, saw yeah, them they, with the big. They big spoke guests. to me like three feet apart. Yeah, and you remember having that conversation, mm-hmm. and it was yeah. just like, oh, here's some English people in the park that are here an hour and a half that wants they're hungry, and then they were they gone. Had, like. 1800 Victorian clothes. So I've been thinking about it over the years and I thought, well, if they were, why were they in those outfits? And so I thought, well, maybe that area, there was farmland. So I don't know. And then I thought, well, maybe there were cast members that worked back then that wore those kind of dresses. You know what I mean? Like yeah. on Main Street. Yeah. I don't know. But why was there a girl? She looked like she was like 14. So I don't yeah. know. You can still see uh, him in your head. Mm-hmm. They still haunt your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wild story <laughs> it is kind of wild such a wild story does it like when you think of when you think back on that does it i, I mean does it unnerve you does it uh i mean how do you how do you react to that because it was now you know many years ago so how, how does that react to how do you react to that uh you know recounting that story to us or to other people i don't know it's just I'd, I'd really like to know for sure someday. Because one of those unexplained. in your mind, it really, really happened, and it's really, really unexplainable. Yeah. And this yeah. is not the result of a bad churro or, no. uh, or <laughs> anything <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> too, too, too noxious not, noxious fumes out of emptying a trash How many other people like at Disneyland have seen the couple, the the mom and the mom and daughter? No one has seen them, but that, that lady I told you about, she's heard them like every night from that same restroom which the restroom is right near where I saw I'm almost them. scared to ask this question but do they have names yeah I was gonna ask the same thing <laughs> no I don't, okay. I don't know oh my gosh other than other than having a run in with uh, with a spook or specter um, what <laughs> other is there any other weird thing uh, that comes close to to, to uh, matching that that happened to you while you were in custodial not really weird no inappropriate like, <laughs> PG thirteen inappropriate. G uh, Scott's here. G. I had a lot of uh, Code V cleanups one time as yeah. a lead. I had thirty six cleanups in one day. Yeah, all from the teacups. I bet. Yeah, a Code V no, is a, it's a protein spill. Oh, it's a protein spill. Yeah, all right. yeah. Yeah, uh, I was in Tomorrowland that day. What? Uh, for different attractions or or similar attractions? All, all different. You know, from Star Tours to Space Mountain Gosh, to Astro that's a Orbiter bad day. To, yeah. I'll give it to you guys. You guys get those cleaned up quick because like I've been to Disneyland a bunch and I can't recall every like See I think one. maybe once I've been there right when it's happened, but it's 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 cleaned up quick. I was going to say like how, how typically how long is an attraction down when something like that happens? So they they usually try to do it fast because I guess we get the the um for whatever downtime after so many minutes they our uh, department gets charged like oh for not down. cleaning it up quickly enough. Yeah, for I like downtime. that. It's an adversarial custodial system. There are bonuses because a lot of times, say on Pirates, if there was one in a row, um, uh, the cast member for uh, Pirates would say, "Do you do you need to ride it through to clean it?" And most of the time, almost every time, I'd say, "Yeah, I probably need to." Although <laughs> I could usually get it clean before the first drop. Yeah, and then I just kick back and watch. You know, yeah, send it through. Yeah, they did the that back then. Star Tours is the worst that I had. Tell me about it. Because <laughs> uh, once it happens, the ride's still going, you know. So. <laughs> oh my you're gosh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you have subs, which you probably don't throw up in. But yeah, Star Tours, like, just sit back. 
Yeah, it just goes everywhere on the floor after oh that. Yep, that's a full shutdown with a little sprayer, a little sprayer gun. Yeah, it took me like thirty minutes to clean one of those. Most, <laughs> mostly because you're pro, uh, posing with the stuff inside, taking pictures. Oh yeah, yeah it was Rex back then though. When C three P. Why wouldn't you take a selfie with Rex if you, you would? Could? Absolutely. Uh-huh. Are there any favorite spots that you have in the park, either as a cast member or as a guest? Like, was there a spot that you loved to work in because of any particular reason? My favorite was New Orleans Square. Okay. I just like the atmosphere there and the, there's a lot of trees and the music and I don't know. I just like it there. And is that, does that still remain like a favorite spot as a guest or, or do, would you rather go somewhere else? No, yeah, I'd say it's probably my favorite area. Yeah. What is the code for when somebody gets popcorn from New Orleans Square and immediately dumps it all on the ground? All of it. There's not, not a bite has been taken. Onto the parasol cart. Yeah, just right down. <laughs> or somebody gets five churros, gets a little bump, and they're just all on the ground right there. <laughs> There's no no code. The only reason they had codes is because they don't want to say, like, if guests overheard a radio going, yeah. Yeah, you got to throw up over here. Right. You know. <laughs> got to throw up. <laughs> so they would just say pop, popcorn spill or soda spill or whatever. Yeah. So if it's... If it's uh, if it's bodily fluids, it's a code. If it's a food, you just say it. You just say say right, right out. Yeah. Right. Twelve ninety five spill. <laughs> How many churros did he buy? Just one. <laughs> yeah. So so uh you so you end up leaving the the kingdom in twenty no, sorry, two thousand seven, is that right? Yes. And and you end up moving to St. George, Utah. Mm-hmm. And what is that experience like? Because now you've gone from a place where for a lot of time it's been manufactured beauty, and now basically you are living in the backyard of uh, Mount Zion National Park. I know. Just amazing natural beauty. Utah is amazing. I often say it's yeah. California without the ocean or trees. Yeah, true. Is that what you say? <laughs> you know, when people will listen <laughs> to me talk about <laughs> when people will listen to me talk about Utah. Yeah, but Mount Zion is amazing. Yes, as is Moab and all those other places. So, so what Bryce is that? Canyon, yeah. What is that like? You know, moving from. Long Beach and Anaheim and, and Orange County, LA area to, you know, to, to Utah and just natural God, just God's country. <laughs> we did it mainly because it was getting too expensive to buy a home down there. Sure. We were renting an apartment. We had a son on the way and my wife had some family here. And so we just thought it'd be cheaper to live here and less crime. Yeah. So. And uh, my understanding is that you are you are still working in custodial, right? I'm doing currently doing custodial at a middle school now. So, so that that's yeah. I think that's fascinating that because you, you work for you've gone from a huge system mm-hmm. uh, and un, and understanding the training that it takes in order to to be the best of the best, right? Uh, in, right. in custodial, uh, and then moving into a middle school. Like, what are those? Uh, what are some of those things that you take with you from Anaheim now into the middle school? Probably just the standards yeah. Uh, yeah. that I learned over the years. Little tact, little things, little secrets that I learned that would help too. That I brought. Yeah. yeah. And do you uh, do the kids at school know that you are uh, that you host a Disney podcast? Some of them do. Yeah. And are you uh, like a local celebrity as a result of that? <laughs> no, but some of them don't. I didn't even. They don't even come up to me and talk to me. But then they'll like leave a note on on my closet door saying love your podcast i'm like what yeah so, you could just tell yeah. me i'm a real person <laughs> but, yeah. but you yeah. see you 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 uh maintain sort of like a uh again sort of a celebrity status there they're 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 too embarrassed to come up and talk to you 
I guess so. I, I put another up, note. There's a post-it note on your thing that says, I love desert rain. And you were like, oh, <laughs> finally. Someone found the CD. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> found a cassette, cassette tape. tape. Yeah. The cassette yeah. tape. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how often do you, uh, do you go back to Disneyland then? Wow. Last year, we were, I was there six times. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. wow. Not I'm too only shabby. Six, six hours away. So you, Is that, that true? Because you're in, uh, you're in Southern Utah. Wait a yeah. second. Wait a second. St. George to Las Vegas is like two, two hours. and a half hours, right? Two hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Four hours. Yeah. And then four hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're really sense. down there. I thought you were higher up. Okay. So yeah. Six hours. You're closer to Disneyland than I am. I know. Exactly. It burns, doesn't it? It does a little bit. It yeah, hurts. No, it <laughs> but, but so the story you were asking about, um, Utah and moving. No here. more ghost stories. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, uh, <laughs> so it does have a connection to the podcast and where I am now, if you want to know. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so when I moved here, I kind of had that feeling loss of Disneyland because, you yeah. know, when you're part of something for so long, you feel connected and then you're taken away from that. And I started listening to Disneyland podcasts and the first one I found was Wedway radio. Yeah. And I got to become friends with Nate and Matt from there. And, started writing a blog for their website. I did a few articles like um, about my time working at Disneyland. And then I talked to Nate about maybe starting my own podcast and he helped me set it up, you know, to, you know, with Libsyn and all that. Yeah. And uh, I started in 2011. And so uh, about the podcast, like what is it that, that motivates you to keep doing it every other week? Cause that's a, I mean, that is a commitment and certainly uh, a very, very small percentage of podcasts have been doing it as long as you have. I mean, yeah. you pretty much launched it uh, right when the medium was starting in and of itself. So what is it that that drives you to keep doing it every other week? Well, it's fun because I get to talk to Ken still and yeah. he and our good friends. But there's also that pressure you get. <clears throat> like, you know, if you don't put one out, like people are going to that depend on it coming sure. out, you yeah. know. And then you feel like you're letting down people and... I don't know. It's, I don't know if you feel that with you're doing a weekly podcast, but yeah, but we've only done 17 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> People keep After asking, you guys are still doing that? Why? Oh, that's a, that's a thing you're still doing. <laughs> but uh, for you, Lynn, I guess I've never really thought about this, uh, even as long as I've known you. It was because I've always assumed it was a, a deep love for Disneyland. But it, was it more a, a trying to connect with your friends and then that that time of your life or is it a a deep love for for Walt and what he started and the lore and history behind that or is it some combination of both oh definitely a combination of both but i will say that the podcast has um opened my eyes to more in depth about the history and and just some of the guests we've had on our show i mean i've learned so much just from uh, some of the Imagineers we've had on and different guests. Jeez, Louise, <laughs> care to name drop? Go ahead, name drop. Go ahead. Uh, Rolly Crump. Oh uh -huh. man, Tony Baxter, mm. Bob Gurr. You're naming our dream team right now. <laughs> those top three are are our top three picks. Yeah, those are the three I can think of. Um, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what are some of the things that the podcast allowed you to do that you wouldn't have done otherwise? I think you've just answered the question. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And then the podcast kind of. Um, is what created the book series. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Tell us about the books. So we have these books and they're both called cleaning the kingdom. And the first one is called insider tales of keeping Walt's dream spotless. And that one is mainly Ken and I and our story okay. working at Disneyland, all the different stories and techniques of how you clean the park and everything. 
And that came out in true or false. I'm in the acknowledgments of that book. What's that? <laughs> no, that's a good enough answer, man. No, it's not. True or false? I'm in the, now? the <laughs> Never mind. I believe I am in the acknowledgments of that book, though, and I got a Did copy. Did you write from it you. in yourself? Is yeah, that what I happened? mean? It's in Sharpie at the bottom, but Aaron, my best friend, love Lynn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, no, I got a preview copy of it, I'm pretty sure, and I did read it. So well, part one came out in 2015, and then we um, sold it at, we went did a couple like Disneyana conventions yeah. and D23 expos, yeah. and then by popular demand, we put out a second smaller one, and it's it's the story of Custodio. I know it sounds like, how can you tell a whole story of like how Custodio started at Disneyland, but it really is interesting. I think Custodio's knee, I mean... When you think about the genesis of Disneyland, at least the way that I've heard it, and you, and you hear Walt talking about, you know, not a theme park because that was not a commonly used word back then, but an amusement mm-hmm. park or a fair or a boardwalk type of, of revelry right. thing, they, they had a very bad connotation and they were known for being dirty and unsafe and carnies. kind of, yeah, carnies, that yeah. kind of thing. And, and so when you think about custodial, you think about, you think about, Walt wanting to do it different when he would tell people, I'm going to build this. They'd be like, ugh, those places are gross. And he's like, yeah, mine's not going to be. And custodial are, are sort of the people that... Uh, Define it that yeah, way. Yeah, or exactly. That, 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 that make were, it different than, than what it was yeah. historically. So thank you. Yeah. Um, so that so the book, yeah, the second book came out last summer. Congrats. Yeah, one, I have not read the second one. It's called Night, Day, Past, and Present. Custodial, or uh, Clean the Kingdom, Night, Day, Past, and Present. Uh, we have a couple of quick touring tips, uh, yeah, questions for touring tips, and then we've got some rapid fire uh, questions, which we call guestions. Yeah, guestions. Uh, you, re- you ready for that? Yep. Okay. Um, best restroom at Disneyland. Uh, whoa, you caught me off guard. There. Oh man, look it. It's well, not going to get t- any easier, Lynn. It's not going to get well, any easier. I don't want to t- say because then it'll you know everyone all your thousands of listeners will. All right, will that's true. It. I'll say my answer is the one to the one to the left of uh, the one to the left of the castle. Is that one still open? The, the secret bathroom? No, it's gone. With Fantasy Fair, or you, is that you one? ruined it, Aaron? Yeah, you ruined it's it. gone now. Lynn just made a call. <laughs> <laughs> They're on to this. Do you remember that bathroom? Though, of course you do. It was like a yes, single-use bathroom to the left of the castle. If you were facing yeah. it, you could go in there, lock the door, and that was your whole day. Yeah, it's like Just a family, family yeah. restroom. That's yeah. where the ghosts live. That was my favorite bathroom. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right, second it, favorite it used bathroom. Used to be How's tiki that? room. Used to be tiki, tiki room. room bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it was because that you because that was originally designed to be a restaurant. Uh, which yeah. which is what's fascinating. So yeah. that's I mean it makes sense that there would be not uh, to be confused with the Adventureland bathroom across the street from Tiki, which is not the, the best bathroom. Not the best bathroom. Not the best bathroom in, in Disneyland. Probably uh, the worst bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about the coldest water fountain at Disneyland? What a good question, <laughs> Scott. Wow. That's really good. You have any thoughts? I've I never drank out of a water fountain at you Disneyland. Did? You no. haven't? No. Oh, man, that's a standard touring tip. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I buy soda like a normal person. Oh, my gosh. I don't know, to be honest. All right. Well, I'll let you, I'll let you think about that, and then okay. maybe we'll come back to it. All right? These are yeah. guestions, and these ones, they're whatever, they're whatever answer you want to give, man. Yeah. All right? Rapid uh-huh. fire. Earliest park memory. Early, uh, the motorboat cruise with my dad. Nice. Do you love the motorboat cruise? Now that that, yeah. that, that the loading platform for it is kind of just like a hangout, watch the duck area. But man, I, I miss that. Sure, of course. I know. Uh, favorite Disney character. Ooh, uh, Goofy. 
Okay. Good answer. Yeah, solid. Uh, better song, Let It Go or You're Welcome? What's What's Your Welcome? That is the right answer. No, what no, is no, your no, no, that's the... You know, from uh, the, the movie. Which movie is that, Aaron? Moana. Uh, yes, it's You're from Moana. You're welcome for the sun and the stuff that I gave you. You know that <laughs> oh, song? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now cool. re-ask the question. Favorite okay. song, better song, Let It Go or You're Welcome? You're welcome. Yeah, oh, three man. to zip, I think, That's or two ridiculous. to zip. You're a, you're you're just pandering to half the audience or half the half the host here. Um, what order do you watch Star Wars in? We didn't even talk about whether you're a Star Wars fan, but I'm going to ask the question anyways. What order do you watch Star Wars in? In the not the order they came out, but the order they're supposed to be chronological. Like, oh, the chronological. Yeah, chronological. Order. Yeah. All right. Okay. Right on. One through nine. Okay. Uh, if you were changed into an enchanted object at Disneyland, what would it be? <laughs> Never heard this question before. Probably a duck. No, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a good that's a good answer. Yeah. Disney duck? They got the life. Yeah. Man. Yeah, man. Absolutely. They have it made, right? Yeah. They have they have food everywhere. Or the they Disney cats. That would be another one. A cat. Yeah. Cats, the There's a lot cats. of infighting with the cats. A lot of uh, turf wars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, we told you poo was ours. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're a cat. You're no, a cat all the way from your first contact from the... Nobody messes with the Tomorrowland Toms. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fantasyland felines. <laughs> Wait, you, you answered cat. That's right. Okay. I mean, a uh, duck. Duck, uh, duck. Change his answer just because you want to keep talking about cat gang war. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Yo, those Siamese space mountains are getting kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah oh man oh boy okay sorry let me try. <laughs> i'm sorry yes. lynn uh, no you're lynn. good dole whip mickey bar or churro what's your pick wow to clean up or eat oh good question to eat oh so i don't i'm not fond of the ice cream bar but uh churro or dole whip mm-hmm. probably dole whip yeah that's okay. a good answer how about to clean up churro yeah, yeah gotta good. be right good. yeah good. smart that's yeah. A, it's an experienced answer um adventureland <laughs> tomorrowland fantasyland or frontierland where would you want to die just that's the question. Okay. Adventureland, Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, or Frontierland? Adventureland. Good answer. Mm. That's a solid answer. Rope drop or kiss goodnight? Uh, kiss goodnight. Okay. Your favorite Disney smell or sound? Pirates of Caribbean. Yep. Smell. Yeah. What is yeah. that smell? Good answer. Keep going. Sorry. Is it bromine? Oh, it's like mold. Mold? <laughs> it's either bromine. I like that you put like mold when you know you know for a fact it is mold. It's either bromine or mold. Yeah. Oh, it's such a good smell. There's nothing quite like that, smell. the mold of pirates. <laughs> the, the sound, I would say, the uh, the the train, when you first walk on Main Street, the, the whistle. Sure, the yeah. Train. yeah. It's it's the smell. It's the smell of vomit <laughs> that's been filtered through the, uh, the flume for 65 years. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, uh, Ewoks, <laughs> heroes or embarrassment? Heroes. Yeah, that's a good answer. Or and, delicious. Or delicious. That's always uh, Aaron's answer. Yep. Uh, and oh. then here's this one, Lynn. If you could work anywhere in the park, what would you do? Guest relations. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get that's, Change the reputation, right? That's <laughs> uh, an okay no, answer. I think it'd be good, yeah. Okay, we're going to play a game called Mask Off. Mask Off is a, is a competition between a, a Disney a mascot uh, typically, mm-hmm. it's a competition between two Disney mascots in a random contest. So two random characters, one random contest. We're going to change it for our special guest. We're going to have Mask Off versus a custodial cast member. So it's going to be one random character versus a custodial cast member in a random contest. How's that sound? Wow. 
Wow. Who's I don't the know. custodial okay. cast member? It's it's just just custodial. Just a custodial. That's just custodial. Okay. So okay. somebody that works just the just the average custodial worker at Disneyland facing off against a Disney mascot in a random contest. That's good. That's, That's good. That's right. Okay, okay, you ready? I like it. Okay. okay. So we're gonna we're gonna spin. I I, I brought the wheel in from yeah. uh, from our remote location. I'm gonna spin that. It's got wheel. a giant mask on though. You got to take the mask. That's off right. Well, of it. it's it's uh, socially distanced. That's okay. the reason why. And uh, we're gonna spin, and the answer is the character that we are going to be playing against. Custodials fighting. Donald Duck. Donald Duck versus a custodial cast member. Yep. In who is a better Starbucks barista? I'm sorry. Is there clapping at the end? Of that? I don't know what happened there. There was clapping. I don't know why. <laughs> Donald Duck versus your average, pretty darn good custodial worker in a Starbucks barista. He's a better off. barista, probably custodian. Uh, yeah, I I For feel sure. like I feel like Donald's temper is going to get the better of you him. You only order cold drinks when you have Donald as your barista because otherwise you're getting scalded. Yep. Yep. Yeah. In a lot of different ways. And I feel Get like messy. Uh, uh, yeah, I was going to say I feel like the custodial cast member is going to be more conscious about the cleanup. Yeah. And so therefore is going to be more meticulous about They make sure the lid is on. They make sure everything's tight there. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and versus when you get one of those cups that's got a floater lid on it. And you're like, "Oh, good." That's right. Oh, it's all over my shirt. Yay. Now. All right. That's good. <laughs> yeah. One nothing custodial. Okay, we're going to spin yeah. that wheel again. This better not be on a separate soundtrack. Oh, it's going to be like a 4 gig sound yeah, okay. soundtrack. Uh Captain Hook Versus a custodial cast member, who is a better camp counselor? I don't know. I don't think Captain Hook would be very good with kids. It's true. He he does have a historic distaste for children. You guys are stepping on sacred ground here. Although, (laughs) I don't know. That's a good... I don't know. Yeah, you you know how I feel about Captain Hook. I mean, Captain Hook has dealt with the Lost Boys literally his entire life. Right? So I feel like in terms of being prepared for rambunctious children who uh, are just constantly... The fact that Peter Pan is still alive is a testament to Captain Hook's maturity, discipline, right, patience. Right. He has a sword. He, he does have a sword he, for discipline, if necessary. That is for right. pointing. And for... Or, well, that's true. That's true. But a custodial, custodial cast member has has the broom, has actually two pointing in, uh, instruments, the broom and the sweeper. I just feel like mm-hmm. custodials, like they can see the amount of work, they can see it's going to get crazy, and they're like, you know what? We're good. You guys, you guys should go Everybody home. Just stay. Just go home. <laughs> it's too over. much work to clean up. You it's guys the just end go of home. Camp, we're going to Disneyland. Go to Disneyland. That's yeah, right. somebody else will clean it up. And Captain Hook's like, we're stuck here. Let's let's have some fun. Exactly. exactly. I think I, I my vote's for Captain Hook. If I'm going to make Captain Hook, make a vote. It's one to one. Here comes the big tiebreaker right, between the yeah, mascots and custodians. Here, here we, we go. go. Spinning that wheel. This is exciting. Are you excited, Lynn? I can hear Very the excitement exciting. in your voice. Uh, All right. So uh, Dapper Dan versus a custodial cast member. I can't believe we're ending on this one. Oh. Hosting a podcast. It's almost like we set this one up for you, Lynn. Didn't. Well, well of course, right? That's right. Dapper Dan's. <laughs> Naturally, it's the Dapper Dan's. Naturally. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess your first instinct would think, well, Dapper Dan, they're more entertaining. They sing. Uh, they probably know some jokes. Really good looking. That doesn't really matter for a podcast. No, that's why we do podcasts, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Face for radio. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm, my vote's going to be with a, a custodial cast member and, and hosting a podcast, if nothing more than we have actual evidence of custodial cast members hosting podcasts of the for commitment. Over 10 years. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'll like, go how custodial. Many, how many Dapper Dan's host podcasts? That's my question. I mean, probably all of them. You think all of them hosted? No, but podcast? they they were posting some videos, right? They were, yeah. Yeah. they were, but just for like just a few so months. Weird. That was so weird. It was weird. Like, look at the Dapper Dan's in their regular home. That's not turn of the century Main Street. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it either. I don't like it either. So custodial in, 
Yes. For the win. Uh, custodial for the win. Hey, uh, Lynn, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you, follow you, buy a copy of Cleaning the Kingdom, buy a couple copies of Cleaning the Kingdom. Why don't you give, a look, give some plugs for yourself? So the podcast is called The Sweep Spot, like sweeping. And the books are Cleaning the Kingdom. And you can get those on Amazon. You can get signed copies on our website, thesweepspot.com. You get the audio book uh, for the first book. Oh, awesome. We have the second one on Audible, Kindle for both books. Uh, our website has everything. has um, you know our podcast and w- about us and T-shirts. And right. stuff. Lynn, it was and- so good talking to you again, buddy. Yeah, you too. Good to, good to hear you in here. Did you have anything else, Scott, that I cut you off? You did. Okay. That's okay. Do you want to go back and do it again? No. No, I'm just going to hold it against you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I knew that part. <laughs> hey, Lynn, so thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate having you. Uh, it's just been a great time talking with you. So yeah, uh, thanks we really for, appreciate uh, your time. Thanks for the stories. Thanks for chatting with us. I have to go rethink some things about uh, ghosts. Okay. Well, I do want to say one thing before I leave. You made that story up. Please be a dude. You made that story <laughs> up. It was completely fabricated on the spot. Lynn's also confess. a master of improv. <laughs> I need to confess something. No. Um, no, I wanted to say that your podcast, when it comes up on my, you know, I, I subscribe to like 20 podcasts. And when it comes up, it's the one I listen to the first, like oh, first. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. That's nice. Are you talking about Dole Whips and Dark Grades or this oh, podcast? Why'd you, why'd you have to ruin that moment for me? <laughs> Bob Sleds and Bantha is fantastic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I love your podcast. I love what you're doing. I think the chemistry between both of you is awesome. And I hope you keep going because, uh, and when you start to lose steam, just cut it back. You don't need to do it every week. So. Okay. Wow. That's good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's uh, so kind of you. I really, really yeah. appreciate that. Um, and I'll remember that when Aaron is driving me to record five days a week. Yeah. That's wow. the current goal. Wow. <laughs> He's like, we got enough content for five days a week. That's a COVID schedule, man. We can, we can do this. It's it's a marathon, not a sprint. That is true. <laughs> that's true. Yes, that's yeah. true. We have to catch yeah. up to you, though. Yeah, exactly. We're not gonna, listen. We're not going to get to two eighty eight episodes anytime soon. <laughs> so. Doing one a week, man. <laughs> you know how old I am when I catch up with the sweep spot. It'll old fifty two weeks in a year. So yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> well, listen, man. We uh, thanks we would so much, man. Love thanks for being to, on. Uh, love to talk to you and Ken some other time. We just uh, I really appreciate you being on the show, yeah. and we're just uh, I'm really glad we got a chance to do this. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, boy, we had a great time talking with Lynn, and uh, we just have a fun time doing this every single week. We love making the show, and we hope you have enjoyed listening to it. This has been Bobsleds and Banthas. We release every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If we're not there, please let us know where we should be, and we'll make sure to put the show there. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. We appreciate you subscribing, and we would love it if you left us a review on iTunes. Uh, we'd like to know what you think of the show, and it really helps other people to find out about the show. We would love it. Uh, you can actually leave a review right in the app. You sure can. And yeah. so uh, before you stop listening to this episode, you should just pop open. Should just uh, do it now. Just do it right now. I mean, what's uh, what's stopping you? Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. I mean, Lynn Barron seeing ghosts at Disneyland uh, and anything's on the table as far as I'm concerned. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Five stars That's right, right five here, stars. right now. You can visit us at bobsledsandbanthas.com. You can email us info at bobsledsandbanthas.com and follow with us on Instagram at bobsledsandbanthas. We have a lot of fun there. Uh, just a lot of good stuff, a lot of great interaction. We're, we're making more and more friends every single day. And uh, so hit us up there on Instagram. Uh, until next week, he has been Aaron. I don't like spaghetti. (laughs) I've been Scott, and we've been Bob Suds and Banthas. Thanks so much, everyone. We hope you have a great week. I remembered my line. I practiced it. Are you proud of me? I I wanted you to sound more like a small child saying it. I like spaghetti. Perfect. (laughs) Is that the one? That's it. That's it.
I'm Aaron, and I like spaghetti. <laughs> my kids all know that I don't like spaghetti, so when you make me say it, they kind of look like, oh, you're getting bullied again on your podcast. Oh, Why don't you just stand up to Scott Storm and tell him you don't like spaghetti? I'm like, because he's scary. <laughs> losing so much respect for you. I know. Just because I've asked Just you tell him that you don't like spaghetti. He won't listen to me. Yeah, I, I keep did. telling him he won't listen to me. <laughs> just did. He keeps throwing it at me. He says, say I it. I like what? spaghetti. <laughs> Oh I like that before we did this podcast, we were trying to quote the Phantom Menace, and neither of us would stop till we got it more and more right because we were kind of out. We were it was kind of like it was like chipping onto a golf green. We were just trying to get it closer and closer. I was say, yeah, or it's like uh, like looking at a piece of marble and just slowly chipping away yeah. until you find the, the, the statue form, underneath right, yeah, the yeah. form underneath. Because it was like uh, I can't remember what you said. I said and then I said something like uh, Cheska Saboba and then oh, yeah, you're like yeah. Cheska Cheska yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what the heck does Cheska mean shut up does it mean shut up through the magic of light and sound yes there's more fun at Disneyland in Anaheim open every day 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. you can waste time with your friends when your chores are done